0: too much but how you doing i am good how are you <clears throat> doing great just smoked a whole bunch of cigarettes right before the podcast started well yeah you got like a great idea you have a, gotta have that great podcast voice throw a fago right on top of there fago
1: send your mama right up to the store tell that, that bitch perfect to me. home's fago
2: fago
1: you didn't know i had that in i, me, I huh? didn't know you had that locked and loaded ready to go <laughs> big icp fan back in the day so, welcome to Slurred Speech. The yeah. pod- I welcome. dropped the ICP thing. It got real quiet in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Slurred Speech, the podcast about Slurred Speech. Hey there, Impediments. Welcome, Sediments. Well, we've got some uh, special guests. The kinda class are actually not here with us again. <laughs> Next yeah. week. Next week. <laughs> Next week. I have the room cleaned out and everything. I moved that table, got all the comic books put away. <laughs> just just to be clear, as a sponsor, we should make it clear that all of these cancellations <laughs> have been our fault. Yes. <laughs> not, not a... Uh, declaration of their lack of follow through. We every week I just send him a message, seemingly <laughs> on maybe Monday afternoon at the earliest, but usually sometime on Tuesday. Like, uh, yeah. Well, this week was on me and uh, Miss Renee. We both had to take some. Hey, company. we don't need to. Uh, we don't need to shoulder personal blame. Oh
1: well, we. Think, I just I don't want to give them the heat. <laughs> yeah, there were some COVID tests involved this this oh, go around. Oh boy. Uh, nope i didn't know we're that obviously, was still a thing yeah we're obviously covid free or you wouldn't be over here i, I guess but probably um or we'd be doing this remote but uh we were covid free uh just some i guess seasonal allergies mm-hmm. um but um yeah so that's we didn't you know you know it's funny back in the day when you were sick like back in the day i'd say before 2020 it was like nah eh, it'll be fine
0: just come on over and now it's like yep
1: Oh, you're sick? Well, stay the Uh, fuck.
0: Just wait. Yeah. Just give it a couple days. Yeah. It's okay. I just, I take the roundabout tests all the time. What are the roundabout tests? Uh, Do you know anybody with COVID right now? Mm. No. Oh, well, then I'm good. But I have monkeypox, so it's, you know,
1: that wasn't good to tell everybody. CDC will be shutting down the
0: house. Don't be doing a whole bunch of rubbing up and down on Joe. <laughs> or you're in danger. No,
1: before but like before COVID, it was literally like that that'll be the one thing I miss about COVID was like I've got I got out of a lot of stuff. Like, you know, I think we were exposed to COVID.
0: Were you really? Uh, you never know, you know. You never know. Somebody had a cough. This guy at the supermarket had a cough and he was real close.
1: Not gonna make it to your wedding. I think I had COVID. <laughs> Damn, whose wedding
0: did you cancel on? No,
1: nah, I, I don't think we really can. But I I did miss a couple of holiday celebrations. But I think a lot of people did it then. Oh, yeah, you for know sure. It was like.
0: But. Things that would have been like huge family dramas two years before. I was like, ah, just can't do it. Yeah, no, 100%. I'll see you next week, I guess. Yeah, in a yeah. couple weeks. Cool. No, 100%. Cause I like that vibe. Yeah, well, like, we'll do it. A, yeah. It doesn't have to be on the day. It's okay. Yeah, We'll live. Yeah. It's going to be okay. What's up?
1: We are recording. Yeah, there's okay. It's okay. Did, did you need some? Oh, okay. <laughs> Good thing we didn't... What?
0: Good thing we didn't announce that Renee was going to do her bit. Segment. <laughs> Segment. The bit. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. It's one of the prize segments of the show. Well, we won't be doing it today. Oh, maybe we'll do one with the Arcana Boys in, in studio next week. How do
1: you think they would do on Gusty Athlete? uh we'd have to toughen it up i think i think so as well yeah that would. Definitely although there was one or two you asked one you asked me today i'm like i think i he was a yeah although her murder bit i was like the when we did the murders <laughs> i'm like i, I only know these because we looked up murderers and professional sports before this
0: yeah i think i knew all those guys though we haven't gone too deep with crazy ones no no maybe some of the olympic athletes yeah, I think there was a track and field one or two that yeah, I was Yeah, like, but Pistorius, I would know that. Yeah, same here. That was a big story. We'll have to do that other one. Uh, so, yeah, how was uh, Rage Against the Machine, bud? Went to that big old concert you've been waiting at for three years. Uh, the, uh,
1: do, do you want the, the... I guess if we're doing a podcast, I'll give it the long story. I was really excited. So, first of all, we got there. I, the funny thing is, when I bought these tickets, like they were being bought up by all the bots. So I've mm. refreshed a few times to make sure we. I thought we got good tickets.
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: showed up; they weren't good tickets at all. They were terrible seats. We were at the very top of the queue, or the gun. Those things went
0: out in like single-digit minutes, didn't they? Yes.
1: I mean, I was waiting, like, it, I had alarms set, I mean, I was like... I remember. I put Do Not Disturb on my, my Skype messaging or Teams for Business or whatever messaging service we were using at the time, and leave me alone. And I f- refreshed a couple of times to try and get the best seats possible, and then we got there, and we were up against the wall, nice. like, the very top, you know? Tippy top of the queue. Yeah. And then uh, Run the Jewels came out, which I was really excited to see. My fa- my favorite hip-hop group, um, probably of all time at this point. Um, wow. And current, just artist. I mean, I don't listen to too many current artists, I guess. Okay, okay. But, um, I mean, I do, but you know what I mean. Like, a more of an old music-type guy. Couldn't hear anything other than bass and some, like... You know at a rap concert when people, like, the, the, the other artists of the rap group or the other the backup, the, the hype men, they say the things like, so like, say you said, say the end of the verse was Cleveland Browns and everyone would go, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, They would, that's all you could hear. So you heard bass and Cleveland Browns, you know? And at one point, one of the guys leans over and goes, I feel like I'm kind of listening to the radio. Um, couldn't see the stage. I mean, we could see the stage, but you couldn't see the, the, the performers at all because um, they have, their thing is that, were they the hand pointing at each other mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about mhm uh for people listening cuz I'm doing a visual thing to Daryl right yeah. now
0: it's the old finger gun to the rock
1: yes well they had those like big things set up and like one of them was on the side of the stage so we couldn't see that at all well
0: that's nice and it
1: was sold out so like I was like why don't we move let's move and everyone and the people were up, like well, why are we going to move if we're going to be kicked out of those seats yeah um rage came on um and that was much better. We moved. Sorry, I got a frog my voice. We moved like two or three sections over and some seats down. And Rage was enjoyable. The sound was better. Um, it, it was just better. We could see they moved. They cleared out the stage to give them the whole stage. Yeah. Um, that was Rage was awesome. That was a lot of fun. That made up for it. Um, I did tweet Quicken Loans or whatever. What is Rocket Mortgage now? Yeah. 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 Tweeted them a bunch of times, talking a bunch of shit to them. They kept deleting my tweets. <laughs> um, kept saying, like, I spend all these money on these tickets, and this is what I get, you know. And So check out the, the Slurred Speech Podcast on Twitter, URBS Reddit, to uh, <laughs> look at probably all the deleted tweets, except for after a while they just, they, they, I mean, I just kept tweeting. Like, I was, Eventually my account I thought was going to get banned again. <laughs> I've been banned once on there, and I had to go in there and, like,
0: file for an appeal. So everybody go on there, check out the tweets, retweet them.
1: At one point so like it started getting a little traction of people commenting and liking it and then it would get deleted. Yeah. It was like they were like we don't want people to know you got fucked. Yeah. You know? Uh but Rage was awesome. Rage played for I want to say almost two hours. Um, did uh, Born of a Broken Man, which they hadn't done at any other show yet. Oh really? Yeah, so that was sweet. Um they did the whole like a whole bunch of stuff. Um I like that song. The song I was really surprised they did was uh, "Ghost of Tom Joad," um, which was off the Renegade, really? yeah, which is a Bruce huh. Springsteen cover, um, which is also you know I like the Boss, yeah. And he comes out with like a twelve string guitar, which I wasn't, I didn't know he did that on twelve string. Um, but Rage killed it. Rage was a lot of fun. Um, got in and out of there, which is really surprising. You know, like getting out of concert, but there was nothing else going on down there. Yeah. Um, one event's usually not bad downtown. No. It's the multiple events that'll get you. Yeah. So there's no Tribe game or Guardians game. No Cavs, obviously, and no Browns, obviously, um, middle of the summer. Um, but we got some food beforehand um, at some soul food place, which was sweet. Um, soul food, huh? Yeah, Zandiver's or beers or mm-hmm. it was good food. Um, they had something that was like... A drink or a dessert that was called better than sex, and then like we asked the waitress, like, is it really better than sex? She's like, nah, nah, just it's just something. Everything, the thing I noticed about this place is on the menu, everything was sexy. Like, almost every other thing you could order was, like, like, I got a big thing of chicken and wing, like, chicken wings, and it was, like, sexy chicken wings Ooh. with erotic cornbread and Ooh, not ero- really erotic I cornbread. I erotic cornbread. Did I ever tell you when I logged onto a guy's computer and he was listening to erotic radio on Pandora? Yep. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. It's a good work, work problem. Not even, didn't even turn it down, didn't even try and, like, minimize it, just was
0: like, eh, hey, whatever. This is what I'm doing. Yep. Watching listening listen to erotic radio. It's Tuesday for me,
1: Tuesday at nine thirty. Like having this cup of coffee, and like eh, better put on the erotic radio. Get the
0: juices flowing. For the I day.
1: I didn't even want to put it in my Pandora because I was like, I don't like on a work computer. And then just like Pandora's like, well, you like the erotic radio? Would you like sex
0: talk radio? Yep.
1: Yeah. Sign <laughs> me up. Let's get Sh- it going. Put it right in the shuffle, baby. Put it right in the shuffle.
0: Well, at least you finally got to go to the show.
1: Yes, it was two, two and a half years of, I don't know why they canceled in 2021 unless it was still COVID stuff. Maybe. Uh, the, other, the only other thing that kind of sucked was um, lead singer of Rage broke his leg. Yep. Yeah, so he had to be carried, and there was no encore, like they carried him off the stage and all the lights came out. It was like, they, we're not carrying him back on, they had yeah. an encore. Yeah,
0: we did two hours, we made it what it was. Yep.
1: Oh, the funny thing is, we couldn't really. There was a big projection screen behind them, and like every three or four songs, they everyone would kind of step aside and take a break, and like Tom Morello, the guitarist of Rage, would sit next to Zach Delroca, and like, and it was like the noise. It was like the sounds from earlier albums, and they just play them on repeat. And we're like, man, is something wrong? Oh no, they they were doing cool videos on the projection screen that you could not see. Yeah, ah,
2: oh.
1: one of them was like abort the Supreme Court. Um, it was a lot of political stuff, obviously, if you didn't yeah. know Rage Against the Machine. was a political band. Mm-hmm. Uh, tend to lean a little left. Tend to, I would say so. Just a little. More than not. Yeah. More than not. Not big Trump fans f- at the Rage no, Against the Machine, Jim. No. Um, RT- I don't know. Did you see anybody getting visibly upset by it? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I saw Senator Johnson. No, I just bet some random guy like,
0: I, I knew they were gonna do this tonight.
1: No. I swear I saw someone who looked like an undercover cop because um, there was a lot of weed smoking going on, which I don't know why there'd be undercover cops for weed anymore at this point, but he did not look like he belonged at a raid show, and he sat up there on his phone the entire time. Like He came up like four songs in and just sat on his phone. like Didn't pay attention to the show at all. And huh. He had a tucked in polo into his jeans, which is like
0: international sign for it. I'm an, I'm a narc I'm a narc I'm a narc. Might as well come in with a narc shirt. Yeah right. Yeah.
1: Um, but other than that, it was. I mean, other than RTJ, which I was really excited to see. Um, I mean, I I made sure I I was telling the other two folks we were with that like I don't want to miss one note of RTJ, and then pretty much I missed all the notes because you couldn't really hear it up there, you know. I got the bass though. Yeah, and then we got. Da, 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 da da, 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 like, you can kind of hear him rapping, like, I was able to, like, my favorite song by them in, in their, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, which is, let's say it's my, one of my favorite artists, and one of my favorite songs, um, but I could hear, I knew that, that one, what that one was, so I could, like, I sort of got into that a little bit, but
0: they so are saying, like, out of the whole set, you could only pick out a few of the songs? Correct, yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. I thought you meant it was just, like, shit, bad quality, mostly, but... I mean, you could sort of make, like... Know, you can't tell the songs apart, that's... And I'm,
1: like, huge fans like, of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there was a few... And then they did, they... Uh, <sighs> another cool part was... So, Run the Jewels has Zach Delroca, Roca, who's the lead singer of Rage Against Machine, who are the two artists at the show. Uh, Zach is on every Run the Jewels album. He does a cameo, um... They did went into Close Your Eyes and Count the Fuck, and Rage played that, which was sweet. Like, the drummer and Tom mm-hmm. Morello and the bass player, they all played the, the actual music to it, and then RTJ came out and rapped on it. So that was sweet. That kind of made up for a little bit. Hell Don't yeah. know if I'll ever see
0: another band at Quicken Loans. Um, well, you probably just wouldn't get into the freezing frenzy of it. You kind of had to, though. It was Rage Against the Machine. They haven't played together in how long? Will yeah, they do it, again? it was like... Since 2008. Like, I'm honestly. surprised the band has stayed together to the two years that since you bought the ticket, yeah. I would have figured Zach would have gotten on somebody's nerves or whatever would have happened. Uh, yeah, we were surprised
1: the show wasn't canceled at that point. You know what I yeah. mean?
0: Yeah. No, every time I got set back, I was like, uh, you might just be looking at a refund. Yeah. Might just be looking at a refund.
1: But yeah. It was so far back, I called the the credit card company because I was a little nervous They were gonna, I was going to get... Something about the tickets, because some people were telling me that their tickets weren't valid still. Oh, word. So I called the credit card company, and they're like, oh, our things don't go that far back, like our statements. So I had to go like wait for like 20 days or 15 days to get the statement from my bank. Nice. But they were valid. They were in. We got in. That's good.
0: Um, yeah. So overall, I would give it a C plus. I think I've only seen one concert there. It wasn't bad. We were middle deck,
1: though. Decent so I seat. saw... Black Keys and Arctic Monkeys there? Mm-hmm. Um, but we were middle deck, like right, in, like the railing was right in front
0: of us. Okay, we weren't that close, maybe like ten, twelfth 12th row up there. Maybe not even that far. And we but... were
1: also like right, left, middle, if that makes sense. So it was like we uh, could see everything. We were right,
0: middle? I guess there would be two sides that would do that, though. Yeah. but Yeah. It wasn't bad.
1: It wasn't bad either, but I, like you said, though, it's hard to... I don't know how you couldn't, it was hard to get tickets for the, all the bots were buying them yep. up. And yep.
0: I think that's actually, I've only been in arenas for two shows, like a stadium arena setting. We saw Bill Burr
1: there, but we had floor seats for that. That was sweet though. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that was the RTJ Radiance Machine Experience. Um, Feel free to tweet Quick and Morgans that you uh, heard me talking (laughs) shit about them on this podcast.
0: Tell them it blew. Tell them you want a two and a half year ago refund for Joe. Yeah.
1: Well, I I was like, do you think I could get a refund? And uh, the people are with, like, no, what are you, stupid? Like, no. What are they going to, yeah. I didn't like my seats after I bought these tickets two years ago.
0: I want it back. Can I get some vouchers? <laughs> get some vouchers. You can probably. Can get some I get vouchers. some
1: Lake Erie monster
0: vouchers? Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah.
1: I was on the glass for a Lake Erie monsters game, and like we were talking shit about it, and then thirty seconds into it, it was a fucking blast. We oh like, yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Hockey games are fun as fuck. Yes. it doesn't even matter. You just have to like just go there and not be miserable. Yeah, you are gonna have a great time. At I went games. to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Ew. Whoa! Yeah,
1: telling jokes on the podcast.
0: Jokes and jokes.
1: Speaking of fights, um did you watch any of the u f c two oh, seventy seven
0: damn not what I was headed for uh what no were you i headed did for? not we, to... i was i was oh. out no no, that's cool. we'll get there we'll get there uh, oh. i did not i missed i missed everything I was out at the lake the lake how was the lake the lake was good it was it was kind of a bad day for me though it was kind of a bad day is that when you hurt your back It's when I hurt my back. It's When I threw a small child into the lake, who could swim but was nervous enough about swimming <laughs> that she freaked out. So I ran in, uh, ruined two phones.
1: You ruined two phones. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. killed it. To Emily. be fair,
0: it was a deactivated old iPhone <laughs> that I was basically playing Pokemon, po- you broke playing that Pokemon phone? Go on. Yep. I, so I, I broke Monica's old phone and my phone uh, in one fell swoop. I was in there for about a minute. It's funny. After spending all of my... I had. I had such a light work Monday, like, it's 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 tough to schedule that for myself now, and uh, I had to spend that whole day setting up a new phone and all that bullshit, it was crazy, and then as soon as I finished it, it was like, all these problems with setting, you know, new phones, and you gotta, and then Google wants to set up with Android before it'll all sync up, or I gotta sign up for the Samsung account, and that's validated through google and i can't do the two-step because google yeah, <laughs> is trying to text MFA, my phone yeah. and i'm like you guys can't be these big of geniuses and not realize how fucking stupid that is
1: well i'm at the age now that like i don't get a new phone unless i break my old phone that's
0: what happened yep that's what happened i mean i've got a piece which was crap. good i've been notorious for having phones for over a decade you did have that this flip is, phone this Was is, it a flip phone for a long time uh, it was right? a slide phone slide phone yep. that's right uh and now, yeah, that one didn't even last me two years. So maybe I'll get a... Well, I mean, a case wouldn't help. I took it in a lake. What are you going to do? <laughs> did, you put, did you put it in rice money? I did. I did. Uh, but, yeah, after, so after I got that phone going finally, about 9 p.m., I was just like, let me see if I can see these codes. And I turned it on, and it worked. It was a little slow. I'm sure it probably died after that. But it was just funny. After a day of setting up the new phone... Having been without a phone for like two and a half days, it's like Ooh.
1: I remember breaking my phone one time and it was like, "Great, now no one can get." Up. Like I was happy. I was like, "I
0: honestly that day I was." Yeah. I, you know, I knew I knew like set getting the phone and setting it up was going to be a huge pain in the dick. But I was seriously like, I'm at the lake. I'm going to be here for a good chunk of tomorrow, whatever. So, I don't
1: care. you probably don't really remember or care about this, but I remember getting a new smartphone and being like, sweet, I get to set it up. You know, like it was cool to get a new nope, phone. I hate it. Now I it's like, ah, it. oh, I got to do work email. I hate it.
0: First thing I have to do is get work email on it, right, to make sure that <laughs> mm-hmm. work could get old because mm-hmm. they pay for the phone. <laughs> That's all I want. I want calls, texts, and a little bit of be- being able to go on the internet. And it's like, Man, your Snapchat's already set up. <laughs> remember that TikTok account you haven't logged into for two and a half years? It's ready to go. Yep. Like, Why is this just waiting for me? I don't want it. Uh, I don't want it. What are you going to do, though? So going
1: back to the fights there. <laughs> <laughs> um, some good fights. Um,
0: Paula. There were some I wanted to see, but couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, um... Anthony Smith got knocked out by, uh, I can't pronounce, um, uh, that guy's name. Um, Anthony Smith, I was actually, you know, he kind of, I think we talked on a lot of podcasts, he'd been doing a lot of announcing, uh, doing a lot of stuff in the booth. He got knocked out, um, not sure what's next for him. Um, oh, Uncle
0: yeah, yeah, right. on glove.
1: yeah. Yeah, Ankalov, I didn't want to try and pronounce that name. Um.
0: Pintoia? I don't really Perez. remember that fight, Now that I think. Flyweight's you know, submission. One minute into the first round. I don't really remember that fight, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, Pavlovich-Derek Lewis was about a minute, too?
1: Yeah, and that fight, um, a lot of people were calling early stoppage. Um, Derek Lewis, so I, I Either see... Either way, probably, though. Yes, because I saw both sides of because... Excuse me. Pavlovich was lighting up Derek Lewis right away. But Derek Luce is known to kind of be slow starter and, and usually
0: slow starter, and then <laughs> he better finish it in the last half of the first round or the first minute of the second. Round. Yes, or in the third also round he's just slow starts, finisher. Yeah, or he starts throwing those like wild over the hand mm-hmm. right hand mm-hmm. haymakers, but only really works if you've got another guy who's gas. It's just Anyone, tired as him. Yeah, because like Cormier or Stipe, who are conditioned, or Enganu, who is now conditioned well enough, like. They're not going to get hit by that. Yeah.
1: Well, the funny part was, because I was watching this fight with the Wild Card. Shout out, Wild Card. <laughs> we were... So, so, we, I was watching the fight with them, and um, we were talking about, because Derek Lewis is, like, notable win. Uh, Naganu was one of the notable wins. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the worst fights of all time. Yep. That was literally them dancing with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lewis actually, he got hit real hard, and he was like, kind of... I don't want to say running, obviously, because that's not the right term, but kind of moving around the cage trying to collect his thoughts, it it seemed like, and he got hit again, and he fell, and he hit face-first on the mat, right? He looked knocked out. Yep. Guy came on top, but the guy came on top, and maybe hit him one time after throwing, like, five more punches. Referee stepped in. Derek Lewis pops right up and goes, what are you doing? But I could see both sides of it. You know, I I, I could see, you know, when you literally hands at your sides and you fall mat first... And then that guy jumps on top of you, but, like...
0: Was he starting to gather by the time it was called, or no? Not really. See, that's a long time. Five miss. And if he's missing most of them, it's like, ah, I guess I got a chance, but then he connects with one. It's like, well, one more could be brain damage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, that one... It's hard. Hard to say. Hard to say. Um, And I think that was the fight, or was this in... Uh, I want to say it was in Dallas, which uh, Derek Lewis is from Texas, and it, he, they're like, the kind of he was like, Texas, yeah, yeah. yeah. and American. I think he loses all his fights there when he fights there, and he's from Aww, there, and there was kind guy. of a
0: sucks too because he is kind of a fan favorite. He you know? is. He had that probably whole...
1: locally even more so. But uh, next fight was uh, Brandon Moreno versus uh, Kai France or France or however you say the last name. Um, great fight. Moreno was getting lit up. Um, third round, stream cuts out on us.
2: Ooh! Restart the stream.
1: Come back. It's the end of the fight. Damn. Ended it with a kick to the ribs. Oh yeah, Brandon Moreno ends it with a kick to the ribs. Um, That's always fun.
0: He gets nothing like a good body shot. Yeah,
1: and so he gets that title. He gets the uh, flyweight title. Um, Ooh, and him and Olverera Overa came into the to the octagon and they're all staring each at each other like being doing the tough guy thing and they didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, they're hugging and throwing each other on top of each other's shoulders and so they're gonna fight, which should be a good fight. And then the fight of the night, um, uh, the main event, Amanda Nunez, uh, the lioness versus Juliana Pena, who, uh, Juliana Pena, uh, stunned the world when she beat Amanda Nunez the last fight. Um, Nunez just absolutely worked her to death. Um, every, I mean, every aspect of the fight, um, in the third round, Nunez dropped her three times, and I'm not exaggerating, dropped her, hit her so hard, uh, Juliana Pena fell to the mat, um... And Nunez stepped away and let her up. And we're like, damn, really? She like We thought, Pena's got good ground game and so does Nunez. But she, it seemed like they wanted nothing to do with the ground game. But they just kept bringing them up in the third round. She, and Nunez would knock her down. She'd let her up. Fourth and fifth
0: round. Was she trying to draw her in, Pena? No, not really. She just no. kind of laid there like... There was a fight on the last card where dude kept getting dropped... And then he would be, like, trying to kick the other guy and be like, come get me, come get me, and then being mad he wouldn't come. I was like, he doesn't have to do that. Right. Like, it's really weird.
1: And so we thought kind of, like, is Nunez worried about um, her ground game? Like, I Because Nunez is known infamous for her grounded pound. Like, mm-hmm. You know, obviously Nunez is just an all-around awesome fighter. Um, but in the fourth and fifth round, then Nunez just kept taking her down over and over and split her with some elbows. Um
0: Uh, Probably the game plan
1: Yep Juliana Pena was throwing Some good submissions From the bottom Um They looked close But you know That fourth and fifth round When you're sweaty And you're bleeding All over the place Yep There's not much uh, There's not It's gonna be really tough To grab A Yeah A couple of times Payne got yelled at By the ref For grabbing onto the glove You know So she That's Mm -hmm. how slippery it was She was grabbing that glove And and trying to uh, Hold onto the arm bar Um But that was an awesome fight Um that was fun to watch. Um, I, overall, that card was a good card. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so that uh, that was UFC 277. Kind of kind of disappointed I missed that one. And then forgot to go watch highlights. Um, I will say the next one is uh, UFC on ESPN, so it's a fight night, um, and Usman is fighting. Yeah, not Kamari Usman, Muhammad Usman. Mm-hmm. He's a heavyweight fighter. I have no mm-hmm. idea about him. Um, but eight and two, so. There's actually two heavyweight fights on that. Um, Sergei Spivak and Augusto Saki. I'm, I'm excited to see that fight. Oh, that and, could be neat. And I'm excited to see that Mohamed Usman versus uh, Zach Pacuwa fight. Um, I always like the heavyweight fights, man. Those are always my favorite, even if with their gassed. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it's fun to watch. So that one uh, is this Saturday. So if you get a chance. Um, and the main event is Diago Santos. um who I think is the only fighter to get a split decision with John Jones when John Jones had his huge run. So I think um a lot of people thought Santos won that fight with a split decision and John Jones obviously won uh versus Jamal Hill. Uh so that'd be a good fight too light heavyweight. So uh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that one as well.
0: Two heavyweight fights, a light heavyweight main card. Yeah, uh, with Diago uh, Santos, I don't main think he's
1: fought in a while, and like I said, he um he was you know, his big thing was taking John Jones to that uh split decision.
0: You know who else hadn't fought in a while? Who's that? Rick Flair. Oh. Did you see that? Yes. So Dude I...
1: <laughs> I don't know where do you want to start? Where Dude. do you wanna
0: start with I want to start with the 16-minute intro. I, I, I'd seen, like, clips, and a lot of them are so chopped up I could barely piece the match together. And then I finally get this, like, 17-minute video, <laughs> and it's clear the person. I can't remember. I don't think it was a live video, but it was, like, you know, I think they were taking video of a screen, but it was actually, like, one of the best quality I've seen of that type of video. It's like, 17 minutes. Dope. It's It was all intros. I've, I was like, they're taking this so slow 17 minute video. It was from like five seconds before the first intro because there were four wrestlers, it was a tag team match, dude. But uh, I thought I thought Rick was gonna die for a second. so I I even knew the fight had already happened and I was like Jesus. So I almost got it on pay
1: per view. Then saw it was forty bucks. I'm like I'm not paying forty yeah. bucks I, yeah. for it to watch. I mean, and I, I it's didn't hard to watch. I, so I did not watch the full thing. I did watch.
0: I just clipped it up um well, he could barely do the chops he, he read, could barely do the chops he
1: went he, he made, made
0: those look okay
1: he went fat kid in the pool and wore the shirt the entire time
0: um he bled like right away bled, yeah yeah cut himself pretty well, <laughs> it was right away it was a short fight though too it was a very short fight Um, Short and slow. They suplexed him. Jay Lethal, that was... They did all that right in front of his family at the (laughs) ringside, too. That was nice where they bloodied him up. And then he faked a heart attack right in front of his family. Uh, That was the only thing I was thinking, was if he actually did sell it a little bit. Because I swear to God, at the finisher, uh, his tag team partner tries to slip him the bare knuckles. Oh, I saw (laughs) And so he basically is putting it on his fingers, and Rick's hand is just shaking. shaking. Yeah. And he kind of gets it on, and then it falls off. The dirtiest he, player in the game, baby. He, he has to like put it back on him, too. And Rick is just sitting, laying down in the ring like on his side, almost face down. And, dude, it was like spasm seizure-type shaking, like his arm at least. And then he finally gets in puts on a great figure four like he,
1: he couldn't even lift his he was so tired and gassed i mean then he's 75 yeah yeah
0: so god
1: god bless him man. but he did the figure four and like he couldn't even get his shoulders up he just yeah. laid on the ground yeah. on the mat would
0: with... no yeah definitely no arms it's just shoulders
1: yeah it's a great fight so do you know who gerald briscoe is uh, yeah, it's familiar. He's a wrestler from, that was big in the 70s and 80s, and then...
0: Did he do a little bit of announcing?
1: He did. He did a lot of stuff. He was part of Vince McMahon's crew, like him and somebody oh, else. Oh, that dude, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he said... I'm he was fighting for a long
0: time. They were doing the, the him and the other old man. Yeah, They're they would are, always like, come out henchmen. to get Vince McMahon's yeah. back and yeah. just yeah. get beat up. Um... <laughs> They'd always send him out before the Rock. <laughs> yeah, they would go out there and get whooped just to trick, you, and then the Rock comes. So up. he tweeted
1: he's doing he's seventy five and he's doing his final match. Okay, and it was him lighting a match. Oh, yeah, it was, good, Ooh. it was a good, it was a good dad joke. I thought it
0: was. I feel bad. like I don't know. It almost makes me mad. It's like it seems almost disrespectful to the sport to like go out there and be that bad at it just to have it be an event. Yeah. 'cause he had a pretty decent send off match it with
1: Shawn was, Michaels, yeah, yeah, that was a good that was a really good match if um, remember what it was
0: yeah and I, I don't really like either of them no, um, but it was okay, and then to watch that it's just it's sad in a way, it was yeah, and I
1: wonder if he was hurting from if he's hurting for money a little bit that he's, yeah, I'm sure he is, and he you know you had to do that a lot of uh, a lot a <laughs> lot of wrestlers in attendance, Brett the hitman
0: Hart was there. He probably spent most of the money he made, though, flying in his huge family, <laughs> his five wives. Well, apparently he was going to do an
1: off-the-top rope move, mm-hmm. and they X-nayed that. Oh, like, of course they did. They're like, nah, right. He could barely
0: do the chop. <laughs> and you don't do the, the jumping off the ropes in the beginning. Imagine if he had tried that <laughs> in the condition he was at the end, dude. He was all There's sh- no way. All shaky. They as- would have literally been holding him up by the waist <laughs> and throwing him at the like that would have been bad there was nothing good about it <laughs> there really wasn't i didn't yeah no and then he's so then he's giving his big emotional farewell <laughs> he's all but bleeding. he cut himself so he's just bloody as hell and it's but the thing uh he was talking he's about kind of nerves all over the, the place. family being there and how cool i foley was there taker was there yep. quite a few dudes were there um and then he said, you know, if I wasn't nervous enough, Kid Rock came up to me in the locker room before. <laughs> I was like, that? That's what sent you over? True American hero Kid, Kid Rock, Kid Rock the came lock- up to me in
1: the locker room. He was like, Bob with the bar to bang the bang, dig it, dig it, dig it, and I jumped the boogie. And I was like, you know, Kid Rock.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the YouTube video cut out right there. I was like, I don't even care what <laughs> Kid Rock said to him. Then Kid Rock so hard to take serious. with just blood all over him. It's Pull it into his mouth, which is it's old man foamy because he's just done more than he has in the last six years. Uh,
1: Kid Rock's that little guy, the little person that was in Kid Rock's crew came up to him. He's like, Hey, I'm the little guy from Kid Rock's crew. And he was like, Oh, I'm even more nervous. First it was Kid Rock, and then it was the little person. I forget what was his name. He had a name. What was his name? Uh,
0: Paul Vern? No, <laughs> never mind. Right, uh, Joe C. Oh, yeah, Lil' Joe C. He's dead. He is. What do you think he died from? Kid Rock. <laughs> uh,
1: he was 26, died of... Uh, oh, poor
0: guy. Celiac disease? Celiac. Celiac. That's probably what he had. Probably the whole thing. Kid
1: Rock issued a statement. He said... Oh, never mind. I was gonna say, do
0: something. it, do it. Josie just wants me to go cheer on Ric Flair in his last. <laughs> There's one thing Josie told me when he died. It wasn't that no one else would suffer from the horse's of celiacs their entire life. It was that Ric Flair would go out on top, <laughs> make Joe proud. I guess there
1: were some other good matches on the pay per view, but I there was nobody I knew yeah so I heard that, that
0: to. I'm a little bit out of the wrestling game right now.
1: What are you going to do? Uh,
0: you know, ever since Vince McMahon
1: got accused of whatever he got accused of that everybody knew he was doing, but no one said
0: <laughs> anything about it. I can't believe he finally got. He always seemed like such a stand up guy.
1: You know, when I thought Vince McMahon, I thought stand up guys,
0: <laughs> family man. Well, I mean, once you heard he was also fucking around with the male bodybuilder guys, it was like, you know, he was doing that to everybody throughout. Yeah. Yeah, Put on these
1: overalls
0: <laughs> You're gonna be
2: You're gonna be the hillbillies
0: <laughs> Yeah, put on that oil uh, Yeah, so good to see Ric Flair did, uh, Almost it. die <laughs> uh, So shout out to Bill Russell And uh, Vin Scully, both legends of their uh, Particular Yeah, days. I really hate
1: to go from Ric Flair to those two Because those two guys <laughs> seem to be yeah. I
0: mean <laughs> Although neither
1: of them were 16 time world champions Ah, uh, Russell was, like, 11. Yeah, but 16 times.
0: And then you add two in because was, two was, were as player-coaches. I'll give him those.
1: Where would he? Uh, uh, he was a player-coach, huh?
0: Yeah, in Boston. All of it in Boston. No uh, his last t- couple titles there. 16, Do you think 16, he was, 69. like, just feed me the rock, I'm Bill Russell? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yep. He was also, uh, he, he, like, kind of revolutionized defense in the game. It was just a bunch of white boys. Wasn't he just giant and that was kind of... Yeah, I mean... That was a lot of what you needed back then. He probably won in college too. I mean he was so good. Two time NCA champion, so we're up to fifteen championships.
1: Yeah, but he never bled in front of a bunch of people
0: and said Kid Rock made him nervous. Rebounding champion. Yeah. Add those in. No. Uh
1: No, yeah. but in all seriously, yeah, those are two, mm-hmm. you know, Hall of Famers in their respective sports. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't really hear, I mean, I would have to Google, but I don't really remember hearing a lot of bad stuff about Vince Scully or Bill
0: Russell. No, he, the only thing I think ever, oh, Vince Scully, sorry, i sorry. Or, I or Russell. Bill Russell. Oh, yeah, no, the only thing, there was there was a little bit of the new generation, old generation tiff stuff that happened because I think it's some point, there was some point guard or small forward who was a white guy, and you looked at him and be like, yeah, no, this guy would have no chance in the days. He was a kind of a legendary player, though. Um, and people were, oh, it was uh, what are, who's that? JJ Redick was just like that dude would be a, a clown now, and I think Bill Russell stepped up for him. So then there was a whole bunch of that new age, old age generation, but I don't know. Well, JJ Redick seems to be lately. It's he's hot take. He's. He's going that way a little bit. Yeah, he at least is also very knowledgeable too. Like yeah, and I can, he also played. I can a while. deal with you if you're gonna have to do some of that hot. Because you do have to play that game a little bit if you want to make the money in the business. At least as long as he's not like Stephen A. Smith and that's all he does.
1: Yeah. Or just
0: yeah. Yeah. That's all. I. I. So much of that. Smith
1: when Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless were coming up in like what was that the mid 2000s like, mm-hmm. and that was their whole shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to to um. There was a golf show on WTM 1100. I'd go sit in on that golf show because I worked for those guys. And I remember talking to him, and he's like... And they both hated those guys, and they are like, Joe, imagine if, if Gary and I stared at each other, and, like, every time we we talked about something like that, we screamed at each other and made stupid faces. and like, you know, like, I can't believe you'd say that. I'm like, oh, you think it's a shtick? They're like, really? You think it's a shtick? <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm looking at the, the, it looks like Russell had some issues with the Boston fans.
0: Uh, I'm sure they, uh, yeah. Um.
1: Well, I guess at one point, Russell made a public statement. He was quoted as saying, I dislike most white people because they are people. I like most blacks because I'm black. So that probably wasn't a huge <laughs> thing this they,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably not great. Probably didn't go over so well in Boston, uh, notoriously considered one of the most racist cities, uh, sports fan wise. Um, yeah. Oh wait, what? You want me to go back? That was Bill Russell that said that, right? Yeah, and I've been scolded. <laughs> She said, his check. I didn't know if that was like a controversy right before he died. He's, he was holding senile.
1: Vince Scully. Yeah, you know, I hate white people. You know, Vince Scully.
0: I just looked over and talking about it. And Vince Scully's on your screen. I was like, wait. Wait a second.
1: Well, that, you know, that reminds me of like. When Stanley near the end, mm-hmm. they were trying to meet to him because they said he was, like, touching nurses and stuff. And it was like, he doesn't know what he's doing at this point. He's, he's 99 years old with dementia, mm-hmm. you know? He's mm-hmm. in the
0: home, you know? He... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so let's check out Vince Scully, see if, uh...
0: This legendary broadcaster, I mean, what else is there? He made the Buckner call. I mean, he was very good at his craft. I don't know, uh, sports. Both of his wives passed away. But yeah, a bit odd. One common denominator there. They were married to Vince Collier. <laughs> yep.
1: I'm just kind of reading. There's not a whole She's lot. She's
0: saying of... two for two.
1: Oh, one wife died of a medical overdose. Golly.
0: They were married for 15 years. Wow. And there's a lot of sad stuff. And then he married the nurse. <clears throat> He's not <laughs> No, he didn't. That's not true. That's not true.
1: <laughs> uh no, and then his second wife they were married for 48 years, so Oh wow. So, yeah. Scully died in his home in Hidden Hills Hidden Hills, California. Population of Hidden Hills,
0: California, what do you think? A- 842.
1: 1725. Ooh don't look like there's a whole lot going on in Hidden Hills, California.
0: No, probably not. Probably a, a little gated community. Probably. Hidden in the hills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so today we learned that Vince Scully uh likes black people and hates white people
0: and uh <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Uh so uh big thing I've been looking at I guess I'll I'll say I did look up the whole thing uh with the transfer portals and yeah, they just instituted that across the NCAA. So it's just ba- basketball, football everywhere. It's just the laxation on uh when students can get out of their programs, not have to sit out a full year. They have to meet certain standards and stuff and
1: So is that pretty much saying say I went to Duke?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and I wasn't starting and I got mad, so I wanted to go to Chattanooga State. It could be
0: that reason. It could be like uh, George Washington just lost two of their best players again um, when the coach got fired, which is strange because that coach was notorious for losing their best players. He'd lost like 10 or 12 of their top players over the last five years or six years or something like that. Um, so any number of reason, Just more playing time. You want to go to a different school. So now they Take can
1: they're they're pretty much allowed to go.
0: Well, now there will be the extra factor of are they possibly getting offered money to go somewhere else? Ooh. So that'll be interesting cuz they changed the transfer portal, which I think was great, and changing NIL at the same at the same time was also another good move, but it's going to be interesting how those two things happening at the exact same time are going to Sure. Sh- it's really going to shake things up quick. Um, but yeah, it's basically as long as you met the academic standards for the school you're going into. Some conferences say you can't transfer in conference. Okay. Um, I still think I think the Big Ten has stopped that, or they've given people exemptions. The SEC is the same way. You're not supposed to be able to go compete in another SEC school in the same sport that next season. You're supposed to sit out a year. But I think they've been basically giving players exemptions on a case-by-case basis. Like, if you have a good enough reason to transfer— So it can't just be like, oh, I don't want to anymore. Okay. Like, if you can say, oh, I was maybe promised more playing time or blah, 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 blah. Um, Also, if you're just good enough. Like, I think Joe Joe Burrow just basically, well, no, because he went to the SEC. But um, I know there have been some other players that were like, they were just good enough. And it's like, we're not going to make this person sit out a year. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just realized today, 30 days till Ohio state football kicks off. All right. I noticed you were a out today. Was yep. that on purpose or? Just... Uh, you know, I think I'm just, just feeling it now. Right. I realized that I think yesterday cause it was one month out yesterday. I've got a
1: big inflatable Brutus that I was going to do last year for the Michigan game. And I'm glad we didn't because we got beat. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. think if I'd inflated Brutus, we would have won? Probably. Damn
0: it. No, definitely not. <laughs> we got brutalized. Uh, part of the reason, I think this is going to be one of the most interesting college football seasons in a while. Uh, it, it's weird to say because I think we're also, there's a good chance we're headed for an absolute shit show of domination by Alabama. Okay. But this is going to be, I think, a huge year for Ohio State to see if which way the program's going. The problem with losing to Michigan and while we had so many tight games last year was we got bullied around. Uh, we didn't have that toughness, especially on the offensive line. That was also Alabama's big problem. Yep, It's crazy because they got a Heisman Trophy winner. Their best player on defense is coming back. A lot of players are coming back. So they made the natty last year and won the SEC in kind of what was a rebuilding year for them. Yeah. So, Wasn't our defensive line for Buckeyes a little weak this last year? Year. Yeah, and that but, was... I mean, and I guess I'm comparing it to the... That was odd because you did... Ha- well, I mean, we've had both of the Bosa brothers um, and uh, Chase. Yep. Um, And I'm totally... Um, I'm blanking on someone, too. Um, but, yeah, we didn't have that guy. Um, we had a great player um, that sh- the shortened COVID year, but he just wasn't wasn't what he was um so the defensive line was a struggle for us too so we got beat up on the lines um both ways i mean that's usually an ohio state thing too and maybe not even in the michigan games actually because they've been down so like not in the not in the marquee necessarily games uh the one big one during the season and then the playoff type stuff we usually don't get bullied off the ball like that. Right. So third and short, Yep. we're, we're able. getting the stop a decent amount of the time, and we're getting that yardage if we need it on offense most of the time. Um And that didn't happen last year. That was a huge problem with the team. So um it'll be interesting to see how Bama fares. And then with us, like, if this season goes poorly, and it's, it sucks to say because poorly for us is 9 or 10 wins. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be perennial. Well, not perennial, but you know, every other year making the college football playoff. This could be a point of a huge downturn in the program. Crazy to say because I'm super excited for the offense uh, in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I'm a, li- I'm a little worried. Yeah. I'm a little worried.
1: Speaking of football, there's some football going on right this second.
0: Right this second. It's biggest game of the year? Biggest game of the year.
1: It's the... Las Vegas Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars in a barn burner that barn burner. everyone is paying attention to, Oof. right here in Canton, Ohio. Right here in Canton. Currently, Las Vegas Raiders are up thirteen nothing on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oof. Oh, the
0: Jaguars. Um, I wonder if uh, Pretty Boy's playing. I'm sitting here right in front of you. <laughs> hey.
1: I'm um, trying to see if anyone's
0: actually playing. Yeah, it's really a great event. Yeah, you know, it brings a little,
1: brings a little uh, something to something to do. It is.
0: It's cool just for that, but like yeah. the, the game itself, it's just like, yeah. Well, the just, just just hold a fan fest or something.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, the old nine-yard Josh Jacobs is playing. Uh
0: I guess maybe if I went I would be super stoked on it. It yeah. is the first NFL football in so long, but whatever. Whatever. Again, now that it's set in, I'm I don't even care. I care so much less about the whole Cleveland football saga going on right now. Just what Cleveland football saga that the Ohio State Buckeyes are on the horizon. Well, there's a. Saga. I think I'm going to that game. I believe which one the the opening game Notre Dame at the Shoe. It hasn't happened since 1995, I believe. When Eddie George put 200 yards on them, nice. And they were up at half, and then we we came back behind Eddie. Is Notre Dame in the conference? I think we talked about. They this. are non-conference. They have. Uh, Games that they play every year, USC, Michigan State, Michigan. Um, so they kind of have a, a Big Ten leaning there, and then they play basketball with the Big East now, I think. Okay. Or, or the ACC. Big East. Wait. No. ACC. I think they play ACC basketball. The good conference, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Duke and, you know, them. Chattanooga UNC? State? I don't know how I pulled out Chattanooga State think, as a reference think, earlier. I think that's it. Maybe they used to be Big East and now they're ACC. But, yeah, uh, so, again, we have, like, that's a big reason we talked last last time about how the Big Ten might draw them in eventually. But uh, I think this is only the s- seventh time we've ever played them. They're in the Atlantic Coast? Or is that the ACC. ACC. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, again, that's not – they're not actually in that conference. That's their basketball-affiliated conference. It's like that's kind of it um, because they like their autonomy and they get paid a buku amount of money for how good their program is to be on NBC.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, I also just looked into how much – okay, I don't know whether I – do you, do you want to know how much the SEC makes or how much the Big Ten is going to make in media rights? I think they it starts in 2024. They both have new contracts. So SEC,
1: so the SEC is always kind of run
0: stuff. So give me Big Ten. Big Ten will be having a one billion dollar media rights for college football. Okay. For Big Ten football. Okay. And that's also that's coming from NBC and their other main partnership is actually still with Fox Sports. Okay. So they'll be on Fox Sports, but NBC is lining up this whole Saturday of Big Ten football thing. They're going to basically have three Big Ten games going from like 4 p.m. to Saturday night, and then it's going to be like a bleed over thing where they immediately, I think, wrap up college football, and then they're going to start talking about Sunday night football like right after. Okay. So a billion dollars. What do you think the SEC's new contract that they made? Oh, man. So Big Ten, get, I'm going to say two billion. Over a billion. 300 million. What, really? Yep, for their ESPN deal. Yup. The Big Ten is run so much better. <laughs> it's insane. Wild, Isn't that dude. crazy? The I, SEC is considered to be college football and NBC's, I guess, doing this whole push with them. Which if they're all making that money, maybe that filters down to NIL so, like, Big Ten prospects right now are looking pretty sick. No shit. And so I th- I that said could lean towards that whole two major conferences because they're going to be making the money. SEC, I think, is either they got a shit deal or they think ABC and ESPN's exposure will be able to sell them. The product will get even better. They can probably negotiate the contract again in a couple of years once they're dominating college football. And the Big Ten's just going to be raking in three or four times as much every year and trying to do it that way. Like, They're kind of in this, this war right now, and it's fun because they're going to be fighting because... it in two different ways. Yeah. Big Ten's like, give me a billion dollars a year now, and the SEC's like, give us all the good ESPN exposure. Yeah. We're going to play the media game. Kids are going to want to play for that. But NBC at the same time is going to be like, well, you'll be on NBC and Fox Sports now, which is weird that they're doing a little bit of a collaboration with that. Probably bad overall for Fox, Fox Sports, but they do pretty well with the NFL, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so
1: because all of, all of the NFC games are Fox games. Okay. Yeah. So AFC is generally CBS.
0: NBC is really only Sunday Night Football. That's their big correct. Thing, right? yeah. yeah. So a couple of interesting things going on in the in the football world in that regard. So I do. Let's hit the. Uh, I
1: do. We have a couple things. A uh, couple texts. Uh, you can always text us and/or leave with a voicemail. We got a voicemail I want to hit too. So uh, always you can give us a call or leave a and leave a message or text us at two one six two six zero five four eight four. I'm getting to the point where I'm just uh, well, we have two more calls and then the, 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 we have two more calls because we have another voicemail today. So two more, two more, and you get that that sweet, sweet Chin music shirt. Um. So I got a text from Mikey and Parma. He said, I was at that show at Blossom. We were talking about OzFest. mm mm-hmm. um, Said, I still talk about that knife being dropped in that Slayer pit, too. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they were filming the MTV Battle of the OzFest. Battle of the OzFest. And I think he's right because they were filming, like, bands that, like, to try and get on the OzFest stage. Okay. Um, whatever happened with any of those bands, I don't recall. Uh
0: Mikey follows that text wait, wait wait wait, so there were bands playing at Oddfest to get on ozfest. they weren't playing at Ozfest. I think it was like a
1: reality show, okay, and like they were you like like i don't i don't remember i maybe. oh, so
0: they were just filming a separate kind of event there, and they were tailing along and uh whatever uh had one season. <laughs>
1: Uh, searching for the next great band to rock the festival's main stage.
0: Um, oh, yeah, there's multiple stages at OzFest, right? Yep. Okay, so they were playing the side stages, and then they might get on to the tour by the end or next year. Okay. And the winner
1: was it's A Dozen furries, Furies. A Dozen furies? Yeah, with Mark Sereno. Oh. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm not... The reality show, 2004, where eight bands battle it out. Oh, there's like challenges and shit.
0: Yeah, of course yeah. there
1: were. Uh, they can't just play music. No, no, no. You have to be able to lift two water things over your head and not yeah, spill them. Yeah. And you probably had the clothespin drop. Do you ever play the clothespin drop game as a kid where you had no. drop clothespins in a jar? We were poor, so we did that. We put. <laughs> I know about that. We put eggs on spoons. Yeah, and we, the... we probably didn't have the jar. Oh, okay, yeah. Or clothespins. Oh, we had clothespins. <laughs> if
0: if you thought we were dry or rich. <laughs> I mean, we had one, but in the summer, man, you're using that good sun energy. <clears throat> Never mind it took mom probably an extra two hours to do the laundry. Mikey follows up that
1: text. This is okay. very interesting with the Big Chicken Presents What That Mouth Do Cucumber Suck Off Contest. <laughs> How far can you go before you choke? No phones out, $100 up in cash prize, July 1st, this Friday, winner takes all. Um, State Fair Lounge. In Detroit, Michigan, hosted by Big Chicken, there's a cameraman in the building, there's free parking, drink specials, there's two young ladies doing, putting cucumber in their mouth and, uh, you know, showing what that mouth do And for the Cucumber Suck Off Con. So Dude, thank you, Mikey. That's not right. No. Um, And then, uh, let's check out this voicemail we got here.
0: That's that's an eggplant. That's not even a cucumber. (laughs) That's an eggplant. (laughs) I mean, mean, the lady in the bottom right corner has got a cucumber, but the two main ladies (laughs) coming at it from both ends. I want to know who won.
1: I like that it's a $100 cash prize. <laughs> $100 and <laughs> up. And up. DJ Blue Boogie. It's not, it sounds by, it's not even like music or it's DJ, oh, Lou Boogie. Lou Boogie. And Big Chicken. This guy even got the zip code in there. One nine nine one zero. What do you think 19910 Hoover Street looks like?
0: I mean, it's the State Fair Lounge. State Fair Lounge. Just interested what this neighborhood looks like. It's right by Motor City Muffler. Interesting. And the Seven far Star Food Center. That's seven stars. That's more than six. Coney Island. Because you, f- you can't go six stars. I guess you could go 10,
1: though. Yeah. I'm trying to go. Oh, it. right
0: by Mount Olivet.
1: Uh, Black Horse Auto. There's a Circle K there, so you know it's good. Oh, it's right off Seven Mile. Yeah, but the thing about Seven and Eight Mile and all those things is there's like really rich parts of that neighborhood, and uh-huh. this isn't it. Now that I look at the uh, the Google Maps here, this King is... of
0: Bud's Medical Marijuana right up the street. Oh, this is Ravenna. Why am I in Ravenna? Yeah, the marijuana stuff is cool. Asian Corn Beef. Hmm. ACB Store Number Five. Asian corn beef. That sounds interesting. I don't know why I'm in Ravenna. I'm in a completely wrong place. Why are you in Ravenna? I don't know. Do you think this is like, I don't know. It's just corn beef, done by Asians.
1: So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I put in I put in that address and I Google search it. And the first one is Big Chicken. The second one is Cucumber.
3: Ooh. Asian corn beef got the best corn beef in town. Uh-huh. Delicious.
1: So come on down to Asian corn beef and tell them Delicious sent you. I'll be waiting for you. Ooh. So here is. I'm back on board now. <laughs> here, here is this neighborhood. Um. I'm in the right place. I'm not in Ravenna this time. This looks like a strip club, right? It looks like the Lido Lounge or the Foxes Den. Yeah, I
0: mean it's a lounge. And uh, it's all... With the what that mouth do concert.
1: With the gate it's a gated area.
0: Mm-hmm. Well yeah, you can't let uh, the customers park with the dancers. Nice cars. A lot of <laughs> nice cars on that. the road. <laughs> you I don't know what you just said. But <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I can't
2: you can't you Can't
0: let the customers park with the dancers. <sighs> Oh, it was that! I thought it was the nice cars coming. No,
1: no, no! There are some nice cars. I am. That's a Dodge Ram 1500. Yep. This is an open lot that looks like a building was there at one point. It's
0: the same Jeep <laughs> that the Google cars in front. of. Stop going that way. And go the other. Way. Oh my bad. <laughs> no traffic coming from the other direction.
1: You've got some nice foliage.
0: Look at that. Soul food. I yeah. Found my first not nice car.
1: There's no cars, was <laughs> it? Right. Oh these houses look like Brook Park almost. This
0: is riveting riveting podcasts <laughs> of yours <We> Google <laughs> sure. Maps. Google Maps do stuff. Geocaching on the internet, but downtown <laughs> Detroit. Not even downtown no,
1: Detroit. Is... Like you get to a couple places I'm like, oh that's not terrible then this thing's all boarded up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all boarded up and dilapidated. Let's go down the street.
0: Nice car right out front, though. Look at this. Look at that. Ooh, that's a nice shed. Wow,
1: that's pretty rough. All right, let's get to this voicemail we let's got here. Let's get to the voicemail.
0: Man, we've already had uh, two messages from Mike. The fan interaction today has been great already, and we haven't even hit the voicemail.
2: <laughs>
0: let's hear this voicemail.
2: Hi, this is Freddie Pharmacy
0: calling. This message is for Linda. Whenever you get a chance, can you please give us a call back? Our phone number is four four zero eight eight four three
1: five four nine. Thank you. Okay, well I hope Linda picks up her stuff.
0: <laughs> that's uh, the Parma Drug Mart. So if anybody knows Linda in Parma, maybe give her a call. <laughs> let her know her prescription is ready. What do you think and Linda? that they have the wrong number?
1: What do you, you think Linda likes to party,
0: or you think that's like blood pressure medicine? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Should we? I want to kind of like look up the phone number and see if there are any Lindas that are close to our phone number. Oh, that's a good idea.
1: Or they just put the wrong... Because we had another call from a pet, uh, pest supply company, but they didn't leave a cool voicemail.
0: Oh, did we? Yeah, but oh. they didn't
1: leave a voicemail there.
0: Well, again, if you know Linda and Parma, <laughs> let them know right, right Aid. That was a right Aid, right? Right Aid, not
2: Drunk boy. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, that is the third voicemail <laughs> of our competition so two calls away, and we'll have a winner <laughs> of a speech and music t-shirt.
1: What uh, if that person was doing an impression of a pharmacist at Rady? That's uh, what I'm going to go with. Now, that's
0: a good call. Thanks. That's a good that's, call. That's
1: why I'm on the podcast.
0: <laughs> well, that that still makes three. Uh, it's officially ca- counted. It. <laughs> <laughs> count it. Count it. We're only two voicemails away. Uh, if someone,
1: I swear to God, if, if the Pest Supply Company calls again, and they leave a voicemail. I'm calling them back and be like, you want a free T-shirt from our <laughs> podcast?
0: It's a free T-shirt of a band. <laughs> sort of affiliated with it.
1: I wore that shirt, and uh, one of the guys I was with was like, oh, you guys got shirts printed out for your band? I'm like, nah, I just Googled Sweet Chin Music shirts. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, if you want to try and win that Sweet Sweet twin Chin <laughs> Music, Sweet Sweet Chin Music tea. Uh, hit us up two one six two six zero five four eight four again two one six two six zero five four eight four. And remember, the Arcana Cast boys will be uh, joining us next week. So if you have any questions, uh, they actually will have a cool reveal for us—not um, even of their product line, but something they've been given a sneak peek into um, involving the comic world. Ooh, I do like um, some comics. Yeah, I don't know if you would. So this whole heard about this.
1: This remember this was they had that table on there and all the comics were in there. I got uh-huh. those all cleaned and organized. I I, was I, all... I
0: noticed. <laughs> There's a little bit of breathing room in here.
1: <laughs> little yeah, bit of breathing. There's breathing not with dogs. Yeah, we let the dogs in today because we could. They could not tear up all the not tear up, but they just knock over all the cords and everything. Um, yeah, got all the comics organized. Everything looked nice in here. I was all ready to go.
0: Uh, Speaking of sweet, sweet chin music, by the way, uh, playing live Friday, August 26th, 7 to 10 p.m. back at the Medina Brewing Company. They just needed to have that sweet chin music back Um, again. It's a little bit, I guess, of an early show, but, you know, you guys will be going for a good three hours. I I think you guys went pretty much 7 to 10 last time, right? Yeah, that's that's um, we
1: do three hours. We got so,
0: well, no, I know you got the time to fill, but, you know, sometimes you get a 7 o'clock and then you're not on until 8.30 or you're 8 and you don't go on until 9. But um, they were pretty pretty punctual with it, but I think they liked you enough if you guys wanted to push it later. I don't think they'd mind. Um, I don't know that necessarily loud rock music is their prime time vibe. Um but yeah, so come there, check out the music, and maybe get an in in person live read of a Slurred Speech podcast commercial as Joe tells everyone. Daryl no, I've got you something really
1: cool to show Slurs. you. So yeah, I apologize. I got this is this is sweet. I got to show you something. Um, okay, yeah. So what were you doing? Are now? we doing this on the air or no? Off the no, way? Way? I won't do this off the air cause this okay. Is, yeah, sorry, man. I I totally was paying
0: attention to what you're talking about, <laughs> not just going through your your email there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I guess there is the NFL news. Uh, do you even want to talk about it? The, you're just going to read that email. Uh, so that's cool. Um, no big deal. Um, if you want to leave us a controversial take uh, for some voicemails, I think we're going to get into maybe some Brittany Griner talk next week. I want to get. I want to straddle that line between something political but not actually political. But it will be political. So leave me your your <laughs> Brittany Griner tics. Uh Leave us some questions about the Cast voice. And uh, maybe take a guess at what Joe is giddy, giddy as a girl about right now. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever share that news, but uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. All right, let's get out of here. All right, I uh, guess we're wrapping up. <laughs> talk to you guys <laughs> Joe later. Joe wants to talk. All right, bye. Later, guys.
3: <laughs> look how big it is mm. o i Better once the stars align I'll give it time That happens all the time But I'll be fine